0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hope to Homestead podcast. My name is Kayla and today we're talking all about sourdough. So if you want to stick around and hear more about this delicious bread, then just stay tuned. All right, well, I hope you all are doing well today. I apologize that we didn't get to an episode last week We had some sick little ones at our house, and so life just happens, you know? But everybody's doing well now, and everybody's happy and healthy. So, But anyway, getting into baking sourdough. So a question I got in the beginning when I very first started my sourdough starter was, how did I even get into baking sourdough like what made me want to start doing this and honestly um i was watching a lot of homesteading videos on youtube and so many of the women on there and men too um were making their own sourdough starter and it just seemed fun it seemed like a fun experiment that i could do with the kids um, just watching the fermentation and talking about the science of the healthy bacteria that was growing and things like that. And so um, it honestly just seemed like a fun thing to do. And then my mom started doing it as well. And so I was like, you know what? I really think that we should go ahead and, and do our own sourdough starter. So Haley and I grabbed some water and flour and created our own sourdough starter and um yeah that's kind of the beginning of it and here we are several months later still using our same starter and it's been a lot of fun so as you can imagine what started as a fun little project became an obsession, pretty much. <laughs> I bake bread every day. If not every single day, then it's every other day. Um, I just really, really enjoy it, and I really went down the rabbit hole of all the different benefits of the different ancient grains that you can bake with, the benefits um, of the actual sourdough starter itself, and fermenting your own healthy bacteria. And it's just so, so soothing and relaxing to do. So. I just really really enjoy it so talking about the benefits I wanted to start with some of the benefits that um, occur nutritionally so one thing that people don't really know is that if you have a gluten sensitivity then more than likely you'll be able to eat sourdough just fine um, now I'm not a doctor or anything like that so If you have an allergy, then obviously consult with your physician, but um, because of the way that ancient grains have not been modified over the years, the actual gluten, it's gotten such a bad name for itself, which it's, it's not bad, gluten is not bad, but it's the way that commercial wheat has been processed and modified over the years. Um, that has caused our digestive systems to not recognize it and not break down the starches so the way that the fermentation happens in the sourdough starter and the healthy bacteria that forms it can break down any difficult starches of gluten that um, people with gluten sensitivities have so it's very easy to digest The healthy bacteria is great, you've obviously heard of probiotics, that lactobacillus um, bacteria is what is actually being created in that yeast fermentation so you're getting the healthy bacteria for your gut um, and there's no preservatives, it's full of vitamins, iron, folate, B vitamins, niacin, those are all things that I actually need because I have an autoimmune disorder. So um, those things are great, great benefits. And then of course, like I said, the mental and emotional benefits are great too. It's relaxing, it's stress relief, like I just truly, truly enjoy it. It makes me happy. So there's just something to be said about being doing something that is so rooted in our in our past i mean bread has been made for thousands and thousands of years and i don't know of any culture that don't eat and don't make some sort of bread some form of bread Um, so i just really look forward to it every day it's super rewarding and it's really rewarding when you get to watch other people enjoy what you've made Another question that I get often is, what makes sourdough sour? And that's a great question. So the tanginess that you get when you bite into a piece of sourdough bread is the actual fermentation of that good bacteria. So you're just taking flour and water and you are mixing it together. And the natural reaction of the bacteria in the flour that's already present is going to start breeding and growing and fermenting. And that is what gives it that sour flavor. And it's delicious and it's so, so good for us. And so um, some of the benefits too of the ancient grains I get a lot of questions about what do they taste like? What are they, are they like a normal texture? Like, so I get a lot of questions about the ancient grains as well. And so the main ancient grains that I have been working with are spelt flour and kamut flour. And a new one that I'm gonna be bringing on soon that I've been playing with is einkorn. So all of these grains have amazing benefits, full of vitamins, um, and each of them has their own unique and delicious flavor when you're making a sourdough bread with them. So first with spelt, um, the flavor of it is just kind of a nutty flavor. Um, It's like a true whole grain bread. Um, If you're comparing it to like a commercial bread, I would say that it would be like your really full whole grain high quality um commercial whole grain bread. Um is the closest flavor that I can relate it to. Um but it has tons of benefits as well. It um is great for heart health, it aids in digestion, reduces risk of diabetes. Um and it also helps people to maintain their weight. So, uh, while I've been um, Counting my macros, I have been able to input my carbs as the bread and, or input the bread as my carbs, I should say, and it has not hindered me at all. So with Kamut, you're going to get a much more buttery flavor. Kamut is my personal favorite. Um, it's just, oh it's so delicious. (laughs) It's such a light, um, it's just a buttery flavor. I can't even describe it. Um, but the really neat thing about Kamut is that it's a really great source of protein. Surprisingly, a lot of bread does not have a high protein content and Kamut has 40% more protein than regular, um, other breads. And so, um, it's also full of fiber and magnesium and iron and lots more, amazing vitamins. Um so kamut is just delicious and it's just a soft flour to work with. Um it almost reminds me of like the consistency of cornstarch. It's just a smooth, powdery. Oh, it's it's divine. Um and then the last one, Einkorn, the flavor would be com- um similar to again like a commercial wheat kind of like the the spelt. Um and I feel like it would probably be the most familiar taste um, if you've been buying a uh, store-bought wheat bread so um, but the name einkorn I thought this was interesting actually means one grain in German because there's a single grain attached to the stem and most uh, wheat uh, stems have four pieces of grain attached so that's really interesting But so all of these ancient grains are nutrition packed, and while they're not gluten-free, they are not modified in any way. They are the same as they were thousands of years ago. And so that allows our bodies to recognize the grains and digest them properly. So um, it's just a really, really great benefit to work with this flavorful and delicious grain. Now, some of you may be wondering, well, what's wrong with commercial flour and commercial bread? If they sell it at the store, it must be safe. Well, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's bad. However, uh, there are a ton of reasons why you should avoid it. Um, number one being all of the different additives in the the grains that have made it easier for uh, manufacturers to process are now creating illness and um, the inability for us to digest it. Uh, And so I feel like that is a big reason why it's not the best. So now, of course, the pressing question, how do you make your own sourdough starter? Well, it is the easiest Thing that you could possibly do all you need is one part flour one part water that is it and you can start with as little or as much as you'd like most recipes usually call for a third of a cup to a half of a cup about of um, the starter but also keep in mind that you're going to want a food scale because most everything needs to be done in grams for these measurements because it does need to be pretty exact so a third of a cup is about 75 grams so um, you'll start with your one part flour one part water and it's not gonna be ready that day you're going to mix that together and you're gonna just leave it on the counter in a jar and it'll probably do nothing that first couple of days. Um, and you're just going to keep feeding it. And the way that you feed it is you're going to measure out half. And so however much that is, the next day, you're going to measure out half of what you have. And so say you had a hundred grams, to start with you're going to measure out 50 grams into another jar and then you're going to add 50 grams of water and 50 grams of flour mix it together put it on the counter next day same thing 50 grams of flour 50 grams of water 50 grams of starter and you're just going to keep doing that now after about two weeks you should have been seeing some bubbling going on and um, it rising and falling now some days it may do nothing and don't think that you killed your starter please don't give up on it um, and actually there was a point I think I was about nine days in and my starter did nothing and I was like oh my god I ruined it Um, but I just kept going and actually sometimes you may need to feed it a little more flour so you may want to do 50 grams of starter 50 grams of water and maybe 70 grams of flour and usually that will perk it right back up some people feed their starter two times a day and I did do that for a little while And so just until you get that mature um, bubbling, rising and falling action going on, you really wanna just watch it, maybe make a few tweaks here and there. Um, But I promise you that you are going to just love this. It's so much fun. Um, Now, once your starter is mature, Then you're ready to bake. So say your recipe calls for 75 grams of starter and you have 100 grams of starter. So what you're going to do is you're going to use your 75 grams and then that remaining amount, which typically would be called discard, and I'll go over discard in just a moment, Um, we don't wanna throw that away because that is what you're going to use to bring your starter back to life and keep it going. So that remaining 25 grams, you're going to add 25 grams of flour, 25 grams of water, and you're going to grow it back to how it was. Now, during those feedings, once your um, starter is mature, you can use that discard because like i said you're going to only use 50 grams 50 grams 50 grams um Now, that remaining amount of starter that you have from the previous day can be saved. It can be refrigerated. You can use it to make pancakes. You can use it to make cookies. There's all kinds of recipes that you can use the discard for. So make sure that you don't throw that away. Some people do, and I was at the beginning. I was throwing it away um, until I found out that there are a lot of nutritional benefits to to the discard as well. So... I will go over this though in detail and I think I'm gonna do a video um, maybe possibly a um, Instagram live video on how to do the sourdough starter so make sure you follow me at Kayla Codman on Instagram and um, let me know if you want to see a demo over there on the sourdough starter Well, thank you all so much for listening in today. I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll meet you back here next week. Goodbye.